0: Episode 225 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Roach Emmets are loud on the 21 champions for 2022. We get reaction from that camp. And a little special thing ahead of Christmas. We talk about how clubs impact on St. Vincent de Paul could be really, really beneficial in this really struggling times. Right, roll on that and a whole lot more. But first, Oasis. Sing loud sing proud. Yeah, right. So before we we have a chat and get into the the reaction from Roach, I just want to um give a bit of audio and a bit of re- um, commentary from this week's uh, kind of donation from Manic Rangers to St. Vincent De Paul, the local district, and maybe it could trigger or could get a couple of other clubs to maybe donate money to St. Vincent De Paul in their in their local area. We know how how beneficial the club is to any community they're in and the impact they have on like being a first point of contact in some stages and we've seen that in uh, lockdown, how beneficial they are but Matic Rangers this week decided to donate money to St Vincent de Paul directly and uh, I caught up with Michael Rice from the RD district we'll hear him first and then chairman Mark Lacey from Mark Rangers to where the idea came from and what it means to give at this time of year Michael, it's a, it's a difficult time of year with, uh, with you know, Christmas forecoming and what have you. Can you tell me what, you, your, what the role of St Vincent de Paul is coming up to Christmas and how it helps others? Uh,
1: our, um, we had the less well up in our community with uh, food vouchers um, ener- um, their energy bills and, um, you know, coal and gas and all that sort of stuff and uh, Mostly, mostly energy bills and food vouchers is our main thing, which is very time prevalent time. nowadays. Very very with, prevalent, uh, with the yeah. cost of living crisis, as well, you've seen yeah. that as well, have you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you take the price of coal; it's doubled from last year. We do a lot of coal. To deliveries at this time of year to people but the cost has doubled which is incredible and uh, it's a huge strain on our finances
0: and you're you're in you're in cullen today for for a donation from yeah, Matt rangers club Granges, and you, you probably find that from gaelic football clubs that there are great support oh, in these yes. times
1: yes oh yeah uh, we've got great support from all over the community and our, our own local clubs, the mary's uh, you know have looked after us in the past and this is a wonderful gesture from Matic Rangers today to support us. So uh, Cullen is under our wing in RD for the moment. So, uh, But we're hoping maybe they'll set up a local conference at some stage uh, themselves. But for the moment, they're under our wing and we can manage to look after them. So they're pretty good. And the support we get from the Cullen people is marvellous as well. So... Uh, uh, we're very happy with what uh, the people do for us in Cullen. And what
0: What could people do? Say listening into this, say to help St. Vincent de Paul, your local St. Vincent de Paul, or what have you?
1: Yeah, well, mostly uh, financial help is the main thing because we then go and and buy food vouchers and pay energy bills and stuff like that. And we also do help uh, a lot in education as well. Earlier in the year, mostly not this time of year. So there's a lot of stuff we do.
0: Michael, thanks very much for chatting me today. Not at all. Mark was here today. You made a presentation to St. Vincent de Paul, Michael Rice, who's over Ardy and Cullen, uh District. What, what's your thoughts behind it, or is it something that you you felt it was needed in the club? Uh, at a recent meeting, uh, committee
2: meeting here, Larry Garity proposed that the club. Um, Give uh, this donation to St. Vincent de Paul, uh, you know, with the cost of living crisis, uh, people are really hurting and look at, we felt we'd like to do something to give something to the local community. St. Vincent de Paul is a fantastic organization who do a lot of unseen work behind the scenes with very poor people who might not appear to be poor but are really really struggling so it's our chance to give something to them give something to vincent de paul and hopefully maybe some other ga clubs within loud might uh, see what we're doing and look at uh, give donations to vincent de paul vincent de paul is a fantastic organization and so so important
0: It just shows as well, Mark, how much of a touch base the local Gaelic club is within society and and even all ranges of society as well. Uh, We have uh, people from all socio-economic um,
2: situations uh, playing with the club, and members of the club and, um, you know, we have our uh, finger on the pulse and we see this kind of uh, need within communities. Uh, The GAA is one big family and we have to look after each other. Brilliant.
0: Thanks, Mark. Thanks for that. Well done. Yeah, we are one big family and we are looking after each other. I love that finger on the pulse. The GA knows what's going on in the community and hopefully indiscreetly or discreetly can help those not in need in our in our in our club and our community. So yeah, maybe just say it to your club members or maybe you heard the heard the the podcast and maybe that you can bring it to your committee and maybe your club could do the same. No, it's 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 a really good initiative and very proud to uh, that is their club Mark just that's right speaking of proud and sp- proud weekends for clubs it was 28 years ago since Roach won an A title and won the 21 title and they made up for that a really 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 cold night in Darvar like it was Antarctica above with the freezing fog the crispy pitch the um steam rising off the player but it made for a great night it was a really really tense game and you 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 have 30 maybe 40 young fellas fully fit fully well conditioned wanting to win a trophy and putting it in every ball was really really fought for and measured and tactical and Roach had the better tacticians on the day on the pitch on the field and they they controlled it from, from minute to from pillar to post As they say, they had, um, just had that look about them. Like, they put a lot into it, and others, I know Nathan Martin might want it, but there's a difference in saying you want it, and going out and doing it, and doing the extra stuff, and the extra sessions, and putting it in, and really focusing and really going for it. Now, they, obviously they benefited Roach from having their minors, eligible this year because we've got the semi-final under 20 last year that really boosted them because you see D.D. Riley was excellent and uh, Sean Conley was excellent as well and it, it, it was just it was one of those nights everything was breaking for them but it was true their force of will will on it. you could just tell they weren't going to lose on the night um, and you could see that in the first half Nave Martin had an awful lot of possession the boss the territory the one Daryl McDonald was clearing the airways Sean Healy was striding up the field but with no real end product. It took him a really long time to score. They went two down. Sean Dawg kicked a great score. He, um, I don't think he started one of the games he's dropped one of the games beforehand. Comes in on the 40 to mark uh, Sean Healy. does a great job and actually kicks one of the one of those really, really inspirational points after 12 minutes of tactical affair beforehand. Mark Borg gets a free after DD Riley was fouled and then I think 26 minutes into the game um, Cannonan, um Ben Callanan was it yeah Ben Callanan he started in the middle of the field that's why it's confusing me he kicked the point really good point Whipper over the bar 2-1 and it was like it was it was kind of you're thinking two ways have they have Martin missing an awful lot of chances should Rotary like getting more ahead they're, they're, they're just competing very well they're half back then kind of. But well, James McDonald kind of played a sweeper role. But Peter Lynch, Jared Brown, like three inter-county panellists. It's a really, really good platform to have. James McCard was doing really good work around the middle of the field. Glenn Stewart was a leader in there as well. and Really getting good tackles and good blocks. And then second half, Mark Bourne kicks the first point in the second half. And then this is where the game was won. Long kick out, their own kick out of um, Oshie Nash. Good player, good chap, um, very calm later on in the game. With the ball dipped under the cross, very dealt with it very well. Ball broke over the top, Sean Daw broke right onto it. Tiger Bryan. Former Loud minor could have got to it, didn't get to it. Broke out to D.D. D. Riley. He went straight for the for the for the for the goals. They kind of Ended there But It doesn't work. <laughs> he put on the pace, went right forward, and played it into Mark Bourne. Took a side step onto back onto his left foot and shot it past Joe Gordon, the the Miner. This is the Miner winning team for for the Miners, for the Martins. Vincent Waters hadn't played a lot of football recently. He came back out this age grade, and this might might be important. I'm going to talk about that in a second. He gets a great score. Dee again was involved. Tom Gray hits two frees in a row, um, but to just like they were playing catch up at that stage because the Mark Bourne had another goal. Dee missed a free, and then another chap missed a free. It was a Mark Bourne missed a free as well. So that's one two to miss the route. Still left the door ajar, but Dara Riley played played uh, played very well. Got a free, he made that one five to three, and then Didi gets another free, another foul, and then that was one six to four. After Joe Gordon got the last score of the game, a couple of scrambles at the end, but no real threat It was never never looked like it in doubt. Uh, the two grants, Aidan uh, and Callum excellent in the full back line for Roach, James McDonald sweeping. Um, who else tonight? There's another player there. Fionn Connolly played very well, dropping back on the right half back on uh, one of the winters. Sam winters, I think it was, and that was it. They was they were just so controlled, they were so focused. And the one they conceded four points. Defense wins championships. Now to say six points in the pa in the quarterfinal, the semi final conceded, didn't concede a goal in three games, and then yet only conceded four points. Only was a one point from play. Yeah, one point from play in in over the hour and a full value for a roach. They put a lot into it. Um, we'll hear from winning manager Kevin Riley now, and I'm just going to finish up with a wee bit more in a, in a wee second. Kevin Riley, Roach Emmett winning manager with under twenty ones. How does that feel?
3: Um, you know, I know, I know. My dad used to say, but lads crying at, at full time, but um. I suppose the moment I'll never forget yourself, like coming over there and, and the tears flowing. Like a, I suppose, Daniel, I people probably thought I lived in the Stone Ages. I, I would have looked back on Roach's history and would be able to recall it, but but I don't remember a night like this. I don't remember us winning an A title at any age growing up. And and I suppose you're 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 trying to say that you're coming from a big club, but but we haven't gone and done it. And this is a group that we were giddy with. Um, you know, the whole way through, you know, really all these lads come through playing Division 1 football, couldn't get across the line, but there was just a change. There was just a change in them. The lost RD is probably the best thing that happened to us. We got players back, we got a couple of weeks to, I suppose, prepare, we got a few men in from outside to try and freshen it up, and there was a real bonding and, and togetherness. And I, I love the bones of every last one of them men. And And I suppose the fitting thing is, I'm in the process of updating our history it's 25 years since we last did it and, and this is the last chapter this is the last item that will be in that book and, and that's just it, it just means so much 28 years Daniel is, is an awful long time since we last won the 21 championship and hopefully this is the start
0: yeah, obviously emotional. But it's because you put a lot
3: into it this year with them. Yeah, well, last year it was ferocious what we put in under twenty last year. Um, from from we started that campaign till we finished it, we were together thirty seven times. Uh, we only had seventeen players last year, and, and we fell short the semi final hurdle. And I suppose I thought I had to think about coming back into it because I suppose you're you're getting involved with lads who you're playing with and your brother and Didi. Didi's like a brother to me, and and. With a much bigger panel, it's you know you're you're probably hurting lads and there's that much drive to get involved, but I, we freshened it up. We went for Brian Trainer and Noel Litchfield to try and freshen it up, and um, we we met about four weeks after we went out of the the club championship, um, and I suppose we we set out we wanted to win this and we felt it was realistic, um, and and we applied really professional sort of attitude towards it um, you know and and trained trained ferociously the RD game as I said already was a turning point Daniel definitely it it focused us and and we got a a week like we we were in Stabannon training uh, we got food after training we just done everything to try and bring this group together and and I think you've seen that a really unified disciplined bunch
0: yeah because that's that's my next question about tonight you were very much in control but you had that kind of youthfulness from those Mm minor Sean Connolly um did yeah. You mentioned just that. That was a little bit extra you had tonight because they're very solid
3: do all see, over. Do you see, we, we're blessed in that our, our first team is young Daniel, and it's not just our first team, but it's it's the core of our first team. You're talking Glenn Stewart, first team captain. You're talking Peter Lynch with the with the loud team. Like Peter Lynch was awesome tonight. James McDonald has been absolutely incredible in the three matches playing in that you know spare position. The two Grants in the full back lane like they were both loud minors like they, they were loud miners for a reason. Sean Connolly left full, hidden gem. Do you know what I mean? Like and an, I, I think one person who's worthy of mention is Ushin Nash in goals there at 17. Like I, I, I had him underage, and, and he was an outfield player, and we put him on goals for his kick-out. Ushin was left off the team, and Fionn Connolly, who's right half, was playing goals, and that hurt him. But he kept at it and kept at it. I watched him in school matches. was really impressed with him, and he justified his... He didn't concede a goal in three matches. And I think that is just... You know, and Everyone
0: are, under the cross, Barry Carton Yeah, absolutely
3: And and these young boys I had, there was two of those lads That I had on my shoulder in tears and RD a couple of weeks ago After they were put out the minor championship It was like the world had ended But when you put them together with the Glen Stewart's And these guys, there's a ferocious combination there And, and, and I think we deserve this I genuinely do Yeah, yeah I
0: think so And um, <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the celebration? What are they going to be like?
3: Yeah, well, 28 years is a long time. Um, I suppose convention for me on Monday night could be possibly tricky because there could be sleep deprivation, uh, being the only guy who doesn't drink, having to leave them home. But listen, it's well worthwhile. This doesn't come around very often. And it's a fantastic competition to win. And this year particularly, I feel the the calibre of teams in it was, was tremendous. And I know there's a lot said about the time of year and that that it's played. I think it's at the right time of year because you look at, we have 10 17 year olds who are being introduced into a group with our adult players now the group has bonded and these lads are mad to play and I think it's just perfect for us hopefully to, to push on in the new year well, well done well
0: done, thanks King. very much yeah he keeping put a lot into that and you can see the emotion was there his brother involved as well and, and um, cousin too so yeah good night for him and he talked about outside help it was a certain man who won a couple of Joe Awards the past couple of seasons that was maybe helping out along with a few others as well for Roach but um Noel Litchfield, um he's the new Hulling Gales manager, he was also a big big impact there and and they had the players to do it. Twenty seven players togged out, you know, three of them only three is not available for next year. So they maybe might be going for a two in a row. Um but like you put you could like there's a thing I have and I don't know where I had it it's lost it somewhere but uh, the past couple of years that if you win it's statistically proven that if you win it on the 21 level you'll go on and win at adult level within the 3 to 5 years following and that's proved the case with RD proved the case with Cooley proved the case with the Feckins kind of Um, I know ourselves Mark I know the Blues did it as well, the Gerald Lines as well, all that success and it brills through. Does that twenty seven players, could you put that twenty seven players out in the championship? Yeah, you probably could for Roach. Quite easily actually. You know, and they do quite well, they do quite do quite well in division two. Then say you add ten senior players on top of that, uh, the likes of Barry O'Hare, Shane Bourne, um a couple of Carties, um, Keevee, uh Dan O'Connell might be coming back from injury. Um, so you throw 10 of those players back on top of that Adam McKay as well Red Star he didn't beat you with injury um, so there's like there's obviously I always say that they're coming Roach they're getting, they've are getting. they gotten their act together and you can see that and maybe we'll see that now in the future um, but the Martins as well like a lot of young players playing a lot of football um, but they'll have to push into the senior squad or even the, their second team their first second team if you know what I mean um, but yeah I, I really like to look at Craig Callan and very pacey across the ground. Tygo Bryan's a good player. Daniel Harman's a great tackler. Lovely couple of pop tackles as well. Um and who else? Yeah, Darren McDonald's really nice yeah, savage, savage pair of hands. And Ushing Gray didn't get into it. Um expecting more from him maybe as well. But um yeah, that that was that's the kind of that's the overall look on that under twenty one. Good championship like said. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of teams, a lot of players that age want to play football and did play football this year and got football too, so that was great to see. Great week last week on the podcast, we compared the the samurai blue of Roach to Japan and a couple of others and got a plenty great reaction to it. A lot of people signed up wanting to know who their club was assigned to for the World Cup. Um a lot of people not happy. A few not happy with their choice, and a few thought, yeah, you're bang on and look it's an enjoyable bit of crack um, we can be too serious all the time as well uh, sometimes and then uh, and then you tap, t- tailor it the other way you have another update in the managerial memory. I'd say that that's part three I'd say we got one more the seven jobs left like I said so there'll be a part four I'd say no doubt maybe in the next couple of weeks or maybe probably the first week after Christmas or else maybe because we want to get the, jo- the job and business done before Christmas they might be done I have an interview tomorrow uh, coming out probably Tuesday with Niall Mackay he wrote a fantastic book Kings for a Day by Arma. could be a really good Christmas present for the GF uh, person in your life or um, or yeah or, Elboy, or someone looking for a Christmas present idea but it's a really good insight and there's a couple of loud touches on it as well um, probably I don't know whether you do know or you don't but we'll get into that with Niall Mackay. um good really good writer with the Gaelic life and RT as well um, and a brother of the New Martin manager Declan Mackay as well so it's all Mackay at the moment um, but the real Mackay Nile will be on during the week and a couple more as well so um, thanks very much for listening congratulations to Roach Emmets on their under 21 success Um, enjoyable day of football in Ulster as well with Kilcoo and Glenn. Um but yeah oh and the Horswood team that beat the fekins they went on and won it won their uh, championship in Leinster too so that is it for me at the moment. I will chat to you during the week. Thanks very so much for signing up during the week. And thanks very so much for listening to episode 225 of the Loud and Proud podcast.